It's no secret that a ton of Hollywood celebrities from Sylvester Stallone to Suzanne Somers and athletes pay thousands of dollars a month for these anti-aging HGH injections. But not only are human growth hormone injections prohibitively expensive, they can also screw up your body's natural HGH production and may lead to more serious health problems down the line. This is where BioPro comes in. BioPro is the faster, safer, easier, non-synthetic alternative to HGH therapy. These guys have developed cutting edge technology that delivers the benefits of HGH without the downsides of synthetic injections. This stuff helps with your metabolism, insulin sensitivity, libido. It helps with muscle development, fat loss, athletic performance, recovery, VO2 max, power, speed. It's fucking magic. It helps with almost everything. What I love about this stuff, I look and feel younger on it. So go to bioproteintech.com dot com and use coupon code biohacks and it will save you thirty dollars off your first month's supply that's b-i-o-p-r-o-t-e-i-n-t-e-c-h dot com and enter discount code biohacks to save this is your life and it's ending one minute at a time i was blind but now i see working jobs we hate so we buy shit we don't need ideas are brittle. if you had one shot Everything I'd ever read, heard, seen was now organized and available. Now you fucking khakis. Life moves pretty fast. The Biohacking Secret Show. Sherry Kalbaum, welcome to the Biohacking Secret Show. Great to be here. Thank you. I'm excited to talk about juicing and healing and detoxification. For our listeners who might not be familiar with your work as the juice lady, Maybe you could give us a little bit of backstory and your, your origin story and how you got so into juicing and so passionate about this topic. I am truly passionate about juicing because of my own story and my own ill health. In my 20s, I was really sick. I had chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia, and uh, they didn't know what to do about that. They still don't, really. They mm -hmm. give people drugs to manage and people... I've talked to many people who never really feel well. Um, so I decided since I couldn't work and I was so tired and sleeping 12 hours a day, young and single and certainly not wanting to spend my life like this, I decided I needed to probably do something. You know, mm -hmm. I was looking for somebody else to fix me and it wasn't working. Mm -hmm. I went to a few doctors who had no idea what to do. So that's when I started um, <clears throat> doing some research on my own. I went to some health food stores, talked to people, um, learned that my diet was abysmal. And mm -hmm. I needed to make some big changes. Back then, I didn't like vegetables. I was a sugaraholic. Mm -hmm. I went to fast food restaurants. You get the idea. No wonder I was sick, right? It just caught mm -hmm. up with me a little earlier than a lot of people. So I heard about juicing. I got my first juicer. And went on a five-day juice fast. And on day number five, my body expelled a tumor about this size, about Come the size on. of a golf ball with blue blood vessels attached, about four or five of them. Looked like oh somebody cut God. them with scissors. That really got my attention. And I thought, wow, I'm probably going to be well tomorrow. Well, is this going number two? Thing. That's how we think. Um, you do something, you, you cure it, you get rid of it, and you go on with your life. Well, the next day I was not well. I did not feel much better. And uh, so I decided I better stick with my program. So I kept juicing. I went to a totally 
plant-based diet, I started eating the things I didn't like, the vegetables, <laughs> and I found many ways to make them <laughs> from salads to soups to stir fries, and steamed vegetables, and on it went. And I added in some brown rice and lots of juice. And I did um, occasional juice fast days and uh, it took me about three months of ups and downs, days of feeling a little better, days of feeling a little worse. And mm -hmm. what my body was doing was detoxing. So mm -hmm. I didn't know that then. I didn't know that there was anything like a detox reaction. I just knew that this was my only hope because nobody had given me anything else. And it was my own really self-designed plan just based on a few things people told me. There weren't really any books to read then about what do I do. I designed my own recipes and my own program. But I can tell you in three months, one morning I woke up without an alarm at eight o'clock and that sounds late to so many people. For me, it was early because I was a 12 hour a day sleeper that, that would wake up with no energy. And I felt like jogging and it was like, wow, somebody gave me a new body last night. That's not true. I had been healing, detoxing, and changing all the way along my journey, but I hadn't felt it until that morning. It was like health just burst in, you know, and it was like, I feel like a million bucks. And um, that's when I said, wow, this was the best cure on earth. And uh, I'm going to go back to Southern California and my old way of life and my friends. And I did. And I started slowly incorporating some of those old foods. You know, everybody wanted to go out for pizza or burgers or whatever. Mm. And I thought, oh, I can just add a little bit. And my old symptoms started creeping in. And that scared the living daylights out of me. And I mm. always say to everybody, once you taste that priceless gift of good health, you don't ever want to lose it. It is priceless. Right. And it that's when the light bulbs went on. And this had to be a way of life. It couldn't just mm -hmm. be, oh, yeah, I do this for a while. I get well. I go back to the old ways. No, this had to be my new way of life. And finally, I decided I'm so impressed with what nutrition, juicing, diet changes did for me. I want to become a credible source. So I went back to school to Vassar University, the naturopathic university in Seattle, Washington, and got my master's degree in whole foods nutrition. And that's where I learned about those blue blood vessels that were attached to that tumor my body expelled. It's known as angiogenesis. And it's where the body creates blood vessels out to tumors to feed it. It's the gravy train for those tumors. And mm -hmm. phytonutrients, those wonderful phytochemicals chemicals or phytonutrients, they're called in fruits and vegetables. By the way, celery has a ton of them, about eight of them, and two of them are known to be cancer fighters. They snip those blood vessels that I saw wow. uh, attached to the tumor. And so um, they cut off that blood supply. And that's exactly what had happened for me right there in the beginning of my program. All of those wonderful phytonutrients that I just flooded my body with on the juice fast did their work. And um, help me get rid of that tumor. So that is why I have such passion. I've had passion for years. Um, I started off with the Juice Man Company 
uh, back in the 90s when they had the infomercials. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, I was a student and I did the um, seminars on the weekends because I was one of the few that had a story and they asked me to write the little booklet that went in the juicer. And I had a story of how I healed my body. And so I got the name Juice Lady and it's stuck ever since. So that's where we are today. I've been preaching the message of juice ever since. And I'll tell you, my first book sold two million copies. I have talked and emailed and texted wow. and everything with people all over the world who have been healed by changing their diet and by juicing. Incredible. Incredible. This is, I mean, such a great story. And, you know, when I, I got turned on to juicing by a woman who was, who was fighting stage four cancer and had gone through multiple rounds of chemotherapy and it was just rocking her world. And when, when they told her to, that she had to do it again, she said, all right, I got to get off this carousel. I'm going to try something else. Mm -hmm. And she had come across the Gershon protocol. So she went all in on coffee enemas and juicing. And, and she was juicing, I think like 10 times a day or something like that. Um, yes. And, and when you tell people about this, when you mention the, the, the possibility of using juicing as um, a complementary treatment in fighting cancer, a lot of people roll their eyes thinking it's not strong enough or, right. or that, it's, that it's, you know, some, a bit of quackery. Mm -hmm. But your story, you didn't even know that, that you had cancer inside of you. You found out through juicing, sort of following an intuitive approach. You kind of designed your own protocol. You, you said, I'm going to go plant-based and juice like crazy. And then, and then your body kind of gave you a little bit of insight as to what had been slowing you down. Wow, yes. And, you know, um, if I hadn't done that, I say so often, I'm sure I wouldn't be here today. I wouldn't be doing the work I'm doing. Mm -hmm. My mother died of cancer when I was six years old and I was following in her footsteps most definitely. And uh, I don't believe that we are stuck with anything our parents died of or suffered mm -hmm. from, but we have a, a tendency toward that, a weakness in some area. And that's where we've got to step up to the plate and do our part, do everything we can do to be healthy. And we don't have to die of what our relatives died of. You know, mm -hmm. we can, we can be healthy and fulfill, complete our journey, complete our life. Yeah. The, um, now were you on prescription medications or, or do you think a lot of the toxins were toxins of choice? You know, the foods that you were eating and just the way that you were living. Toxins of choice. Um, I think two things were going on. I think part of it, there was an emotional component having lost mm -hmm. my mother so young, um, there was an emotional grief portion to, and I've done a lot of work in that area since as well. Um, but there was the, um, really bad choices for food. Um, they say that a lot of sugaraholics are trying to bring sweetness into their lives. And I, from as early on as I can remember, ate a huge portion, way beyond one person's normal allotment of sweets. I ate a huge portion of sweets when I was a child. And so I believe, you know, I just flooded my body with toxins and I didn't like vegetables. So I, all the way around, spirit, soul, and body, it was a big setup for uh, growing that tumor. And I'm curious, what what's your take? Because I'm seeing some connections here with we we now know how important the role of the gut microbiome is with health. And there's a lot of evidence and data connecting 
things like candida, yeast and fungal overgrowths, and dysbiosis in the gut to fibromyalgia. Um, and, you know, hearing you talk about that a lot of your diet was things that feed and sort of sort of exacerbate imbalances in the gut microbiome. Is that something that you've looked into? Did you did you find that you needed to start off with more low sugar juicing options or what what was kind of your take there on the role of the gut in all of this and mm -hmm. and, and healing that through juicing and, and your dietary protocols? I'm so glad you brought that up because yes, all of the above, I had it. <laughs> so I got tested. I had a huge problem with yeast overgrowth. My mm -hmm. um, gut was all out of balance. Mm -hmm. I went sugar-free totally. And I am to this day. I don't even juice fruit except for lemons and limes. Um, mm -hmm. and so okay. I've cut out all fruit and even for carrots and beets, I go lower on that. Um, I haven't excluded them, but I don't include a lot of them. So when I make juice for my husband and I, I'll do a great big batch and maybe only add two carrots um, and the rest all greens. And I add lemon, ginger, I get fresh turmeric. Um, I've put in fresh garlic um, from time to time. And so I, I go for flavor, but I don't go for sweet flavor. Uh, but I found lemon does a beautiful job for me, um, a little carrot and a little lemon. And it's just, um, it's sweet enough for me and flavorful enough. And then I, I love the spice of ginger. So I really had to get strict um, to begin to balance my system and to keep myself healthy. I've learned I have to really go low sugar and I um, include carbs in that, like starchy carbs. I can't mm -hmm. have a lot of those either. Um mm -hmm. I have to, uh, it's not that I've cut them out, but I have to limit them. Uh, I can't have a lot because they turn to sugar too, like potatoes and um, I can have, rice is kind of in a different category. They've studied that and it isn't so much um, as some of the others like the potatoes and the pastas and things like that. Right. And it seems for a lot of people, even if, even if they are sensitive to a lot of sugars, things like rice and potatoes can be a little bit better tolerated if they're cooked and then cooled to kind of focus mm -hmm. on the, the resistant starches. Um, so that's fascinating. So you did now, did you realize because you just didn't feel well when you included fruits and that sort of thing, did you experience brain fog and fatigue and some of the symptoms coming back and you just <laughs> yes. listened to your body and said, all right, I'm just trusting the feedback that I'm getting from, from my vehicle here. Yes. And, and I say that all the time, uh, like at our retreats, I do juice retreats or wherever I'm teaching. Um, listen, we've got to learn to listen to our bodies. And so often we can't hear what they're saying because there's so much static, you know, we're toxic mm -hmm. and we're eating horrible stuff. And so we're not getting good feedback, but once you start getting cleansed and you can hear the message, um, it's so important to listen to it. So yes, all of the above. I noticed for me, the big thing, that sweets do to uh, the fruit. And um, I, I don't eat any kind of sweets, but uh, it uh, lowers my immunity. So it makes me more susceptible to colds, flus, things like that. Um, mm -hmm. It, it uh, from time to time had affected my sleep where I didn't sleep as well. It seemed to affect mm -hmm. my adrenal glands. And uh, so I've just learned it's been trial and error. I try a little bit of this 
get a negative feedback and think, oh, okay, I can't do that. <laughs> or I can't mm-hmm. do very much of that. But when, when it came to fruit and sweets, no, I just can't do that. And so a lot of people say to me and, and people listening to us may say, oh, I don't know if I could ever give up whatever your favorite thing is that you want mm-hmm. to insert here. Just, we all have got our favorites and usually, well, not usually, but many times there are things that are not, um, uh, supporting our health. They're, they're not the best things for us. And so um, people say, I don't know if I could ever give that up. Well, you know, it comes down to how much do we want that wonderful health that is so priceless? And how mm-hmm. much do we want the energy? And do we want to sleep well? And do we want a clear mind um, so we can think sh- uh, a sharp mind, um, energy to get through the day? Do we want to get rid of those pesky symptoms of things we struggle with mm-hmm. that um, they're not killing us? They're not a horrible diagnosis, but they're not fun, you know, and how much do we want to get rid of that? And so it's a trade-off, Um uh, here on one hand, I can have something that really excites my taste buds for a while. And then on the other hand, over here, I can have wonderful health, sustained health. And so uh, I always say, choose life. <laughs> choose yeah. what feeds feed your body, you know. Absolutely. I'm curious on some of your guiding principles. You know, you mentioned that listening to our bodies is is one of them. And I think today, the especially like the younger generation, for sure, there's so much information. We get in these patterns of looking outside of ourselves and and just trying to kind of find what a lot of people are saying and doing that rather than your approach, which was going inward and sort of feeling your way through the process and, and trusting your intuition a little bit more. Outside of listening to your body, what are some of the other things that you now teach from your decades of, of experience and, and uh, your work as a nutritionist? Well, um, first of all, being armed with some good tools of information, right? Because you can listen to your body, but you don't know what you're hearing or you don't know Mm -hmm. what to do about it. If you're hearing something that isn't great, but you don't know what to do. So it's, it's, taking a little time and doing some study and uh, listening to this show, right? Listening to different people um, and and learning some things. And then we can begin to apply those tools. And um, so I think the more that we learn, the more that we listen, better off we're going to be. You'd sort of mentioned that you prepare juice in, in large quantities. And one of the chief objections from people around juicing is, oh, it's a lot of work or it's, it's, it's so expensive or it takes a long time to clean, clean the juicer. What are some of, how much juice do you prepare at one time? And what are some of the ways that you've found to kind of make this process as, as turnkey as possible? Oh, I've got a whole bunch to say about that. (laughs) So um, Mm -hmm. it just depends on uh, what I'm doing for the day as to how much I make at one time. Uh, I may make 32 ounces or more, a great big pitcher full. um, uh, Or I might, like this morning, I did two bunches of celery and that created two big, like about 16 ounces. Well, that was about 32, 16 ounces of juice each for my husband and I of celery juice. Um, so it, it just depends. Lots of people say to me, uh, I can't juice every day. Like, 
hit the trail in the morning early off to work, uh, come home in the evening, kind of tired. Now I don't feel like juicing now for the next day. What do I do? Mm-hmm. And so that's where the big batches of juice come in. How about the weekend, you know, to mm-hmm. pick a time and uh, get some family members involved if you're not living alone. And, but whatever, juice up a big batch and get those little canning jars, like hardware stores sell them and mm-hmm. fill up individual canning jars and freeze them. Don't fill them all the way to the top, they'll burst. And um, then you can pull them out like uh, in the morning, early, when you first get up or maybe the night before you pull one out and put it in the fridge and you've got juice to, to run with in the morning. And, and, and then maybe you want to juice at the end of the day when you come home. You can pull out a juice again and thaw it out, put it in some kind of tepid water, warmer water, not hot, and uh, it'll start thawing out like right away. So that's been a lifesaver for a lot of people and a lot of families um, have said that's really, really helped them a lot. And then um, I always say, you've got to have the best juicer on earth. And do you know what that is? It's the one you'll use every day. I would guess it's it's not centrifugal. It's not one of those skinny <laughs> no. ones. I don't recommend <laughs> that, but it's the one you'll use, right? Because people oh, sell yes. you all okay. sorts of stuff. Like this does this mm-hmm. and this does that. No, it's got all these bells and whistles. And if it takes you 20 minutes to clean it, you're going to go, nah, it's going mm-hmm. under the counter, out to the garage, down in the basement, whatever. I've had it. So you want one that's easy to clean, easy to use, and I recommend cold-pressed, masticating, because you're going to preserve your nutrients. Um, Beyond that, what do you do? What do you look for? Well, now I do have to tell you my favorite. Yeah, please. It's Nama J2. It has two chambers, one on top of the other, and the top chamber or container or whatever you want to call it, you add your produce to there. You don't have to chop it in little pieces, just enough chopped up to get it in there. Close the lid, turn it on, walk away. It juices for you. No kidding. The juice goes down into the second chamber, which is where the centrifugal, not the centrifugal, the masticating part, the blade Mm -hmm. that that presses the juice Mm -hmm. is. And, um, And then the juice pours out into the pitcher and the pulp goes into the container, um, the pulp catcher. And it is the easiest one I have ever used. It's the fastest to clean, the easiest to juice, and you can walk away and start doing other things. Like maybe you want to prepare some food or clean your kitchen. I don't know. But um, so it does the juicing for you. And then uh, on top of that, it has lowered my expenses for produce. So, and here's why it is so efficient and it's got very dry pulp. So that's another thing you want to look for. You want very dry pulp. The centrifugal juicers, the ones that spin around and burst cells open tend to give you quite a wet pulp and you're wasting a lot of produce. So I used to have a centrifugal juicer and my pulp was very wet. So Mm -hmm. to get two big glasses, like two 16 ounce glasses of celery juice in the morning, I had to use two fairly good sized bunches of celery. Now I can use one, if it's larger, a larger bunch of celery, I can use one and get two 16 ounce glasses of juice. Mm. So when you start adding that up, whatever, I don't know what you're paying for organic celery here, it kind of varies, but often it's like a dollar 30 something, maybe a dollar 40 something a a bunch. Mm -hmm. And say you're saving that every day. It's going to add up, you know, after a while, it's going to pay for that juicer. So uh, I don't want to forget to tell you this. Um, 
you can get $55 off if you want the Nama J2 with my mm-hmm. code Juice Lady 55. Juice Lady 55. And Fantastic. you can get $55 off. Um, so the juicer is normally $550, mm-hmm. uh, and you can get it for $495 and free shipping. So um, that's just a little aside. If you're shopping right now, wanting to know or wanting to get a new juicer or just to start off with your first one, I highly recommend that. But those are all the things to consider. Um, is, is that at JuiceLadyInfo.com? Uh, go to JuiceLadyInfo.com. That's um, be sure to put the info on there. INFO mm-hmm. just juice lady won't get you there. <laughs> cool. And then, and then that code again is, is juice lady 55 for $55 off is juice lady 55. Excellent. I mean, that, that is such a, such a convenience to not have to stand there and feed things in uh-huh. one by one and then use, use uh-huh. the little nub to push it down and, I know, just stand there like this. Mm-hmm. How many times we've all done that? Had to stand there and push things through. And depending on most of the masticating, uh, juicers have smaller openings like this. So you'd have to mm-hmm. cut things in smaller pieces, which took more time on top mm-hmm. of everything else. And and I've heard, I'd heard part of the reason that you don't want to use the, the centrifugal juicers is also because of the heat and friction that it denatures some of the the enzymes and and components that provide us with the benefits of juicing. Well, I'm glad you said that. I have only found one study and it looked more like a somebody's kitchen study, you know, but Mm -hmm. they found that it did destroy more nutrients. The uh, centrifugal, excuse me, people, I'm just going to get a sip of water. Sure. People have said to me, oh, well, you say it heats up and and my juicer isn't hot. (laughs) Um, It doesn't make the base hot because they have cooling fans in them now. The old ones, yeah, they did. But um, the heat we're talking about is the friction. Right, right. It's spinning, bursting open cells. And um, that does destroy more nutrients, especially the fragile things like you mentioned, the the enzymes and the vitamins. (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) And... And just uh, before we kind of get into some of your your go to juices, now were you when you were talking about? I'd never heard of freezing juice, but that's a great idea. Did you say you're using like mason jars for that? Yes, and you can get the little ones, those smaller size canning jars at hardware mm-hmm. stores. You can or, order them online, um, but they're they're not hard to find, and that makes it really easy to stack up and. Lots of people don't have huge spaces in their freezer, but the smaller jars, you can kind of fit it in around stuff, you know, so they work really well to freeze. And people always ask me, well, do I lose a lot of nutrients when I do that? No, um, they've done studies on frozen vegetables and um, they found that some frozen vegetables even had more nutrients than the fresh from the store, depending on how long it had sat there, you right. know, and open to the air. But mm-hmm. um, you don't lose a lot. You always lose some with anything you, you do, um, mm-hmm. storing in the fridge or freezing, but not a lot. And um, you're going to have a wonderful, nutrient-rich juice. And you're getting, I just want to throw this in, vitamins, minerals, enzymes, phytonutrients, biophotons, those light rays of energy mm-hmm. that the plant absorbs from the sun, 
and it's converted into those energy molecules we call biophotons. That feeds the mitochondria of our cells. They, they mm-hmm. like those biophotons, and that sparks up our energy fuel ATP. And now we've got energy to go on. So people who are saying, wow, I wake up dragging in the morning. Well, you know, I need my coffee. I need some sugar. Try starting your day with juice and mm-hmm. see what happens. Yeah. And give it enough time. What I what I found also interesting about your story was you said it took about three months before you really felt. I mean, I'm sure it depends on what each individual has going on and how 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 long they've been accumulating and acquiring toxins. But a lot of people will try juicing, you know, here and there sporadically and not stick with it long enough to experience the benefits that that you did. It takes a while for cells to turn over and for mm-hmm. the body to rejuvenate. Um, I, I had an interview one time with Dr. Mercola. Some people know his name well. He's holistic. Mm-hmm. He's been uh, on doctor. the show. He's a great guy. Yeah. And he said, it's about three months Mm -hmm. he's found for the body to really start healing. Um, But I'm glad you said that because things vary. They vary with age. They vary with how sick people are. I was young. So I was in my 20s and um, three months uh, was uh, the max it took for me, but I've worked with people that are older. They're quite toxic. They've been sick for a while and it can take quite a bit longer. So it just depends. Mm-hmm. Um, but whatever, wherever you are, whatever stage you're at, don't give up because I'm so glad you brought this up. It's consistency. It's, it's keeping at it. It's not giving up about the time people are ready to throw in the towel. I always say you're probably right at the turning point, you know, and uh, don't, Mm -hmm. don't give up. Don't ever give up. Just keep at it because you're doing the right thing. You know, you're not doing something wrong when you're juicing, when you're eating right, when you're choosing all those plants, you're not doing anything wrong. You're doing the right stuff. So it's just a matter of time and it's going to pay off. And you'll see, you'll reap the wonderful rewards. Adrenaline dominance is a hormonal imbalance that causes overactivation of the stress hormones, adrenaline and cortisol. That stress can come from sleep issues, too much fasting, not eating enough carbs or calories, poor digestion, food sensitivities, chemicals and toxins, wireless electrical pollution, drugs, dehydration, infections, or just the insanity of everything going on in the world today. And left to their own devices, any combination of these could throw your body into a state of imbalance. But fortunately, we're extremely resilient creatures and we were given adrenal glands to help neutralize the negative effects of stress. But here's the problem. When we get exposed to chronically high levels of stress, our adrenals can get burned out and they stop making stress neutralizing hormones the way that they're supposed to. And when these cortical hormones start running out or getting burned out, the emergency hormones of the medulla like adrenaline start to take over. And that's where we get a condition like adrenaline dominance. Adrenaline makes you feel overwhelmed, tense, anxious. It increases your respiratory rate, your heart rate, makes you feel wired but tired. It decreases circulation and it raises blood pressure. So essentially it puts you into a state of chronic fight or flight. And your body physiologically feels like you're in constant danger, even when you logically know that you're not. 
Now, over time, this adrenaline dominance can lead to mood fluctuations, depression, anxiety, panic attacks, ADHD, digestive problems, alcohol and drug abuse, low libido, chronic fatigue, and more. So what's the solution? We have to restore healthy adrenal function. This is not something that's done just by taking some adrenal supplement containing adaptogens. We do this by running the right labs to figure out where your stress is coming from so that we can get you out of fight or flight and back to feeling normal. What we do then is we optimize the way that you eat, train, work, and sleep to de-stress your life and allow your adrenals to come back online. And it's personalized based on your labs, your age, your gender, etc. If you feel like you're struggling with adrenaline dominance and you want help, book a free strategy session by going to biohackercoaching.com now and grab a time for us to talk. I'm, I'm going to apologize in advance here for, for just bouncing back and forth, but I just want to bring closure to, to that great piece of advice you gave on the jars and freezing the juice. You'd also mentioned in passing to leave room or else they'll break and explode. <laughs> so what what is sort of the ratio? Because I would imagine less oxygen in the jar is better for you know preventing oxidation, but at the same time, you don't want your jars exploding in the freezer. So how high do you recommend people fill their jars um, before they so freeze? So leave... Uh, um Oh, about like that. What is that? That That's looking to me like maybe about an inch, maybe three quarter of an inch, but you do need some room because your juice will expand. You know, anything when you freeze it, it expands and then you'll have broken jars. So um, you're right. But you, uh, uh, we, we want to, normally we say if you're storing in the fridge, fill it all the way to the very top, you know, and then get your lid on tight, but it's, it's not that way for the freezing. Okay. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so let's say someone listening has been experiencing some of the same things that you are going through, chronic fatigue, brain fog, maybe fluctuating mood, if, if you want to call that depression, anxiety, or, or anything in, in that family. How much juice do you recommend drinking on a daily basis? If we're talking ounces, is it one juice a day? Are we juicing every hour? What what have you found works works well for your clients? Oh, again, it depends. It depends on where you're at. So maintenance, one juice a day. Or if you just, you know, you're feeling great, you just, oh, I want to be healthier. I want a little more energy. Um, I want mm -hmm. to build up my immune system. Um, one juice a day can change your life, really. But mm -hmm. if you're sick and if you've got some of the things you just mentioned um, mm -hmm. from brain fog, uh, not just not feeling well, there's some people that say, I don't know what's wrong with me. I just don't feel good. Mm -hmm. uh, you're not sleeping well. Um, you're, you're getting those colds and flus way too often. Any time I get one, it's way too often. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be sick. Nobody does. Uh, we, when you need to build up our immune system, you need more than one glass of juice a day for sure. If you've mm -hmm. got something more serious like cancer, and you'd mentioned this at the beginning of the show, uh, you may need uh, a juice every hour. You know, mm -hmm. you might need 10 juices a day. If you've got mm -hmm. cancer, you, you want to flood your cells, flood your system with um, these cancer-fighting juices and life-giving juices. Um, if you've got the flu, if you've got a cold, this year I got the worst summer cold I've ever had. <laughs> we remodeled our kitchen and I, have, I was eating out 
four or five mm. months and not a good idea. You just, you know, you do your best, but, um, and so if you've got something like a cold, now you want to flood your system. It's mm-hmm. not uh, one juice a day is not going to do it. Even two, you want a lot of juice and what is a lot? Well, <laughs> yeah, uh, Four, five, six glasses of juice a day, and we're talking eight to 10 ounce glasses. So maybe you want to just make one great big batch. Um, some people don't like to do that. They want um, their juice fresher. So then mm-hmm. uh, you, you just spend some time in the kitchen. But um, you cannot go wrong flooding your cells with a lot of wonderful life-giving juice. And it really is. But there are people who say to me, I did all this, you know, I tried so hard. I don't feel any better. Well, Mm -hmm. hang in there. You will. It just takes a while. I've had days where, you know, my body was fighting something and I juice all day long and I did everything perfect. And by the end of the day, I'm thinking, I don't feel any better. What's wrong? Mm -hmm. You will. Mm -hmm. So maybe next morning you might wake up feeling pretty good. Maybe it's going to take you a couple of days, maybe a little longer, just depends. And how many toxins are pouring out as toxins come pouring out, we can feel bad. And, uh, and that's where people get really discouraged. Like, Oh my goodness. You know, here, I thought I I was, I'm juicing and I thought I was going to feel better and I feel worse. Well, Mm -hmm. we're getting rid of those toxins. And so, yeah, we do feel worse as they're coming out, but I always say, hang in there. Don't give up because you will feel better. And it will pay yeah. off. Yeah. One of, and, you know, we've found in, in doing this with a lot of coaching clients that we talked about the gut earlier and people who are dealing with, whether it's candida, dysbiosis, even parasites, I don't think we give enough credit to how impactful those microorganisms are on influencing our cravings and the oh. food choices that we, that we gravitate towards. where. It seems like a lot of people, when they start juicing and start cleansing and detoxifying their body, they start craving high fat foods and animal products and and things that kind of interfere, but they interpret it as my body needs this and I'm not Mm -hmm. getting it. Whereas what, what is very often taking place is whether it's the yeast or the parasites or the bacteria, they're releasing chemical signals that are actually influencing the things that we want to put in our mouth. And, and, and it's, you know, it can be confusing. Very confusing. And I'm so glad you brought that up because uh, people often express that, like what's going on all of a sudden I'm craving sweets. I want ice cream. I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, and, Mm -hmm. and, or they want carbs, just plain carbs. Like I'm eating a whole box of crackers. I don't know. Uh, Mm -hmm. I want a whole plate of pasta. I I want a big bowl of mashed potatoes. I don't know what's going on. You know, I want a bunch of butter on top. I don't know, but Right. You know, I hear all sorts of stories, but yes, those little critters, uh, they want their food, right? Mm-hmm. And so you've been kind of starving them maybe with your new program. They're not getting their, their normal diet and they're like screaming at you. Mm-hmm. I want ice cream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want pasta. I want crackers. I don't know what they're going to tell you. I mean, what it's going to play out in your life, but um, that's when we have to make those decisions and they're hard. 
oftentimes for people, they're hard. It's like maybe a few days, they feel like they're white knuckling it, um, Mm -hmm. trying to overcome and get past those cravings so that they can, um, you know, get those little critters under control. Mm -hmm. So thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and, and I heard, I mean, what brought it to mind was, uh, it was probably a year ago now, but a client, um, both him and his wife started, started juicing. They were doing like 30 days to kind of clear out their system. And a lot of what, what they were doing was we were having them just do organic celery juice early in the day. And right around the one week mark, uh, my client's wife started not feeling so well. And she was getting ready to throw in the towel. She stuck with it. And two days later, she released a number of, of parasites in the toilet mm. while going number two. And the only real change that she had made was the integration of that celery juice every day, once or twice is like the first thing she put in her body. Um, so I'm mentioning that just to kind of echo what you've been sharing, which is usually right when right when the change is about to occur, it's it's where you're tempted to throw in the towel and then you stick yeah. with it and persevere a little bit longer. And, and then that allows, creates the space for some of these good things to happen. Yes. And uh, I'm glad you brought up salary because we, we wanted to talk about that at some point. And so this is maybe a good uh, yeah. time. Um, celery um, has been very popular, just plain celery juice. Um, the medical medium recommended that a few years mm-hmm. ago, and it just became a craze for a while. Now it's not so much a craze, but I think it's here to stay because people have discovered that, wow, there is something to this. Um, mm-hmm. But are there studies? Yeah, there are. I was wondering that. Is this just um, a good idea, uh, mm-hmm. an observation, or are there any studies? And I found um, in a naturopathic-oriented um, journal uh, references to a variety of studies, lowering cholesterol, lowering blood pressure, lowering blood sugar. Um, and then in the leaves in particular, not that it isn't in the whole celery, but in the leaves are the richest in two um, phytonutrients, luteolin and apigenin, that mm. are known to fight angiogenesis. And that is the growth of those blood vessels Um, two tumors. Your body will grow blood vessels to feed those tumors. And we want to cut that off, just snip it. And I call those nature scissors. They snip it. Um, So they are excellent to juice. And and I brought up the leaves because people often ask me, do I cut the leaves off? Should I cut them off? Because they see that happening, you know, in the grocery store. Sometimes Mm -hmm. they'll just whack off all those leaves because they are the most fragile part and they'll spoil first. So you want the leaves and you don't want them to cut off your leaves. You want to juice all of that up. And uh, there are actually about eight phytonutrients that have been identified in celery. And um, most of those have some kind of cancer fighting properties. Um, So I just can't say enough good about celery. And I kind of chuckle because I remember back way back, uh, one of my first Uh, nutrition classes that I took, they said, oh, there isn't very much in celery, you know, as far as nutrients. It's mostly water, but it's a great weight loss vegetable. Mm -hmm. Boy, have we learned a lot in the last few Mm -hmm. years that celery is a little powerhouse of nutrients and um, does a powerhouse of good stuff for your body. I have to tell you one quick story. 
Please. I had a client that said um, she changed one thing, just one thing in her diet, uh, and that was to add a big glass of celery juice first thing in the morning. And um, the reason being she had high cholesterol, high blood sugar, high blood pressure, and her liver enzymes were elevated. So mm. um, her choice was to do celery for 30 days. <sighs> And at the end of that 30 days, got tested again, and they'd all come down. Wow. Fascinating. It's, it's, it's very interesting and curious because, I mean, not only are we becoming more aware of all these phytonutrients, you mentioned the, the luteolin and the apigenin and, and celery, but also when you start looking at things from, from a quantum perspective, you know, talking about those bio photons and, and perhaps even structured or, or easy water and, and how that can facilitate cellular hydration. There's a lot more going on here than just the, the, the chemical or the, the biochemical paradigm that, that we've been taught that looks at vitamins and minerals and now more so, uh, the, 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 the phytonutrients and things. There's also an energetic component to these foods and, and how, how, Long has it been since they were picked? Were they flown around the world and irradiated multiple times going across borders and covered in wax and that sort of thing? Or is this, is this a, a bit of produce that was picked recently and still contains a lot of that you know, at the expense of sounding uh, esoteric here, that vital life force? Mm-hmm. I think it's okay to sound esoteric. <laughs> we put on yeah. a quantum energy seminar uh, weekend, my husband and I and several other people uh, a few years ago, a couple years ago, and we had a couple that came that could measure um, the sounds coming from raw plants. So they mm. played that for us. I've seen this. And um, plants sing. It's beautiful. Yeah. They they have melodies. So and they have light rays of energy. So in my session, I presented pictures of raw plants taken with what's called Curlian photography. It mm -hmm. measures. You've probably seen that the light rays of energy, the colorful light rays of energy, mm -hmm. and the raw plants were so beautiful. All these different bright, beautiful colors um, that were emanating from the plants, and then um, pictures of the cooked plant, like cooked broccoli, next mm -hmm. to raw broccoli, and there was very little light ray, light energy coming from mm. the cooked broccoli. Not that you can't have lightly steamed broccoli. I don't want you to be afraid of you know. And broccoli soup or whatever you want to do, but it's just really nice to get some raw and that's where juicing comes in. Get some raw in your diet every day and salads, of course, and vegetable sticks. So we can get some more of those light rays of energy because they really do affect our cells uh, as well. We're, it, when we put life in our body, things that are radiating life, then we're going to experience um, those benefits, that mm -hmm. life. Definitely. Definitely. What let's talk a little bit about some of your favorite recipes. We talked about celery juice and and that's I think probably appealing very appealing to a lot of our listeners because of how simple it is. You can put in a bunch or two of celery and in, in the uh it, it's it's a Noma J2. Is that the Nama, proper N A M A? Nama J2 juicer mm -hmm. and then just kind of let it do its thing. Um what are some of your other go-to juice recipes for someone that's getting ready to dive into this? this way of life? Well, one of my favorites that, that I do most days, I have a base of either zucchini or um, cucumber. 
And I like that because I get a lot of juice out of it. And, mm-hmm. uh, and it's mild and it mixes with a lot of things. And I usually add a couple of carrots. I take the peel off lemon, but I leave as much of the white pithy part on that lemon as I can, because that's where you get the most of your bioflavonoids and vitamin mm-hmm. C. Uh, so I toss that in. I toss in a big chunk of ginger root because I love the spice of ginger. Ginger is also an anti-inflammatory. It's rich in zinc. Uh, it's wonderful to include in your diet and it's inflammation that leads to heart disease, heart problems, and all sorts of things. So we've got any uh, dis-ease, there's inflammation going on. So I put in big chunks of ginger root, uh, great for the immune system. I put in chunks of turmeric, About oh, I can get fresh turmeric at our markets here. So I put in a, a nice chunk of turmeric um, when I have it. And then I add whatever else I've got. Maybe I lightly steamed uh, asparagus and I've got the stems of the asparagus. Mm. I'll toss those in. I love mm. to use fennel. Fennel is known as a mood enhancer. Uh, it's not a study. It's just an observation people have made through the years. But I love to get that fennel in. Who doesn't want to have, you know, that happy mood and feel good and uh, and do the whole fennel? People ask me that all the time. What do I do? Do I do the flowers, the fawns, the end parts, or just the, the, the base, the root? No, you do the whole thing. Just put it, chop it up, put it all in there. And um, I, I include fennel whenever I can. And then um, I may do... Um, something different. Well, like broccoli stems, if I've steamed the florets of the broccoli mm. or use them for something, I'll do the broccoli stems, chop those up, put it in. Uh, it just depends on what I've got on hand. Lots of people want a little apple in theirs. Like I said, I that's not my um, choice uh, just because of my system, but um, lots of people do just fine with adding mm-hmm. some apple for some flavor and sweetness um, or some berries. If they want to do a light hydrating summer drink, um, I'm just about to put one on my reel for Instagram. I'm Juice Lady Sherry, C-H-E-R-I-E. If you want to follow me on Instagram, I have reels that come out every day and recipes, but um, the hydrator, the summer hydrator, I'm putting out uh, cucumber with berries and a little bit of lemon, a little bit of ginger. That's a great summer hydrator. Sounds Um, delicious. And then uh, electrolyte replacer, uh, carrot and um, coconut water is a Mm. wonderful electrolyte replacer. And if you need to water that down as I do, so I don't get too much sugar, then you can add cucumber to that. Mm. But there are days, I'm in Arizona, it's where I've been out in the heat We've had 114 recently. It's gorgeous today. I've got an overcast day and it's down in the 90s. So it's beautiful here. But um, we've had some really hot days and and I've had, I feel like uh, uh, I'm electrolyte depleted. You know, you feel kind of dizzy and disoriented mm-hmm. and you don't want to let that go. So if you get to that in the, uh, in the summer months, you want to um, get those electrolytes um, up. So that's where I... Oh, cucumber is great for that as well. Lovely. Thank you. And do you remove, what's what's your take on organic versus conventional? Do you only buy organic? And if so, do you still remove the peels or do you leave it if they're organic? What's what's your take on on organic versus conventional? Lemons and limes, if you can find organic and it isn't like you know, hugely expensive. A lot of times it is. And people just say, there's no way I can afford that. Mm -hmm. I I do a lot of lemons, but I I don't find uh, organic lemons too often here. Um, So I take the peel off 
And, okay. but they're closer to the clean 15. They're not on the clean 15. And let me just talk about that for just a moment mm-hmm. here. The uh, dirty dozen in the clean 15, you can find easily at ewg.org. And it's every year testing of the, the most heavily sprayed vegetables and fruit and the least sprayed vegetables and fruit. So when you get down to the clean 15, there's hardly any spray on those and, and you don't have to. <sighs> get organic. Um, but as you get up to the dirty dozen, those are mostly the thin skin things, the berries, the, and then the leaves like spinach and kale and chard that you just spray. They just spray right on that. Um, grapes, I call them little pesticide balls. You want always to get organic. For your dirty dozen. And they have apps. You can get an app downloaded right on your phone so that if you're shopping and you're 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 all confused, like what what do I need to get? You you can get the app from EWG.org, which stands for Environmental Working Group. So the lemons are not in the clean 15, but they're closer to that. And so I'm not as worried, but I get that peel off. But if you get organic lemons and limes, uh, you can definitely juice the whole thing. You don't have to take the peel off. It gives you a more distinct flavor, Um, lemon peel flavor, lime peel Mm -hmm. flavor. Some people don't like that. Other people love it. So it just depends, but you can definitely juice them. Right. It's a little bit of that almost lemon zest, but, but stronger. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm also hearing a lot about how this could potentially save people a a tremendous amount of money on groceries. I mean, you're taking things that most people throw away and then juicing it. You mentioned the asparagus stalks that pretty much everybody tosses. You mentioned Mm -hmm. the, the broccoli stalks. Um, you know, when, when we get more efficient and intentional with not just the foods that we're putting in our body, if, if we're, if we're choosing foods that fuel us and give us energy and, and, and don't sort of move us further away from the vision that we have for our life. And then we're able to use more of, of those fruits and vegetables. It, 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 I could see this saving a lot of people money and, and even time. They're not cooking. Mm -hmm as much. Very, very much. So I've had people say that to me, when you start juicing, there's great economy, um, in, in using things you would normally throw away, but then you're not as hungry. So oftentimes, um, in addition to my morning juice routine, uh, routine, I make some juice, pour it in my Vitamix and add an avocado and blend that up. And I put some pumpkin seeds on top of that. And that's my my final step in my breakfast. So I I start with a citrus shake that's a liver gallbladder cleanse. It has some olive oil and garlic in it and uh, lemon and lime and ice cubes and water, blah, blah, blah. And I mix it all up and and I always go, here's our liquid life. And then celery juice, or I might start with celery and then have the other one. And then I have a big bowl of, um, my husband calls it my green porridge. So I make the green smoothie with the avocado and, um, I'm not hungry. There are many days where I don't even eat lunch because I'm just not hungry. And then we have mm-hmm. uh, dinner. So, wow, that is really good economy. Um, there are other days where, where I am hungry and maybe I'll have a salad or, um, I don't know, whatever. I've got maybe soup on hand or something, but um, I, I've noticed there's a big savings on food bill. Yeah. You juice. 
Awesome. Awesome. It, yeah. That was kind of the, the last thing that I was going to ask before we point our listeners to where they could check out more of your books and, and your retreats and that sort of thing. So you're kind of doing juice and liquid meals throughout the day and then, and then you have dinner. So, so very low digestive burden throughout the day. And then if you need to supplement, you're kind of gravitating towards salads and soups, or you mentioned stir fries earlier. Mm-hmm. Are, are, are there any other very easy nutrient dense plant-based meals that you find yourself eating a lot or recommending to your clients? Um, oh gosh. Well, you can do, um, little roll-ups, um, with lettuce leaf roll up and do some kind of filling. Um, you, you can do main course salads. You can do a, a vegan taco meat. You know, there's recipes online. You can look it up, um, made with spices and tomato and beans and all sorts of things like that. So I love big main course salads. Uh, I love all sorts of soups and I, I love making big batches of soups cause you can freeze some or, have leftovers for the next day. So that, that's a great thing to have. Um, hummus. Um, I like to keep some hummus on hand and it's great to have some cut up vegetables and you can have just a little snack hummus and veggies. (coughs) Some people like a nut butter. So maybe they want to dip, um, some veggie sticks in an almond butter. Mm. And people uh, have said that's a good thing to tide them over as well. Lovely. You've written 35 books, which is incredibly impressive. <laughs> and for for people listening that are curious, you mentioned that citrus recipe that you kind of start your day with. And then we've talked about the celery juice. And then you were saying you take some juice and you'll throw in avocado and blend it up with some pumpkin seeds. Is, is there a resource that you could point our listeners to if they wanted to pick up one of your books or get access to these recipes and see exactly how much you're putting in and, and in what order you're eating it and that sort of thing. Yeah, I have several books that I can point you to. And then I have programs, online programs too. Um, so some basic books, um, uh, the uh, big book of juices and green smoothies. It's got over 400 recipes and lots of people have liked that one. I've got the juicing, fasting and detoxing for life book. And that's where you'll get that citrus recipe. That's a good liver, gallbladder, uh, cleanse shake. And that's part of my 30 day detox program as well. So I have an online uh, program, 30 day detox, and it takes you through uh, cleansing of the organs and systems of your body from starting with colon cleanse week one, week two is liver gallbladder and parasite cleanse. If you so choose mm. to do that week three is kidney and bladder and lung and week four is lymphatic system and skin and blood. And then if you want to end all of that and do an extended uh, fifth week, it's heavy metal cleansing. So mm. it takes you through, uh, every uh, system and organ of your body and then through your whole system to get the heavy metals out if you so choose to do that. And I also have a program, What to Eat and Juice If You Have Cancer, and that's an online program as well. And then I have the five-day juice fast, um, which is uh, an online program. And then I have the book, um, The Juice Lady's Guide to Fasting. And that's all sorts of choices, vegan choices for fasting. From um, just juice fasting to raw foods fast to um, they call it the vegan fast or Daniel fast. Some people call it that. The vegan beautiful, fast. 
and and all of these programs and and books are available at juiceladyinfo.com yes yeah come visit me you can sign up for my weekly emails i send out a couple each week with nutrition tips and um recipes, all sorts of information, keep you posted on what we've got going as far as our retreats and, and uh, programs. And we do have a retreat coming up September 11 to 15 here in Arizona, in beautiful, carefree Arizona. And come and juice with us. We start off with gourmet raw foods. So I do some things that a lot of us won't do for ourselves. I start off with pizza and it's uh, mm. buckwheat Italian buckwheat cracker pizza with organic pesto, uh, cashew cheese on top. Everybody loves it. And then we have Monday organic. Uh, uh, it's all organic. Uh, we have gourmet raw. And then um, we have two days of juice fasting. Then we end with uh, gourmet raw. And we have lots of classes, spirit, soul, and body detox and cleanse and rejuvenation classes. And we have Pilates and we have a beautiful pool and jacuzzi and great grounds to walk on. So uh, you'd have fun. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds fantastic. So guys, check that out at juiceladyinfo.com. And if you're interested in the Nama J2 juicer, we've got the Juice Lady 55 uh, discount code to save $55 off that. Sherry, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and time and energy and for everything that you're doing to help make the world a, a healthier, happier, cleaner, brighter place. Thank you. Thank you so much. And, and thanks to you. I can tell you're doing a lot of great work and you ask great questions. So you're very knowledgeable. So your clients are very fortunate to have you. Likewise, same, same for you and, and, and your clients. Um, well, thanks again. I appreciate it. This has been a fun conversation. And guys, go to juiceladyinfo.com for more info on the retreats and the juicer and the recipes and the books. And Sherry, really appreciate you. Have a beautiful day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. It's no secret that a ton of Hollywood celebrities from Sylvester Stallone to Suzanne Somers and athletes pay thousands of dollars a month for these anti-aging HGH injections. But not only are human growth hormone injections prohibitively expensive, they can also screw up your body's natural HGH production and may lead to more serious health problems down the line. This is where BioPro comes in. BioPro is the faster, safer, easier, non-synthetic alternative to HGH therapy. These guys have developed cutting edge technology that delivers the benefits of HGH without the downsides of synthetic injections. This stuff helps with your metabolism, insulin sensitivity, libido. It helps with muscle development, fat loss, athletic performance, recovery, VO2 max, power, speed. It's fucking magic. It helps with almost everything. What I love about this stuff, I look and feel younger on it. So go to bioproteintech.com and use coupon code biohacks and it will save you 30 $30 off your first month's supply. That's B-I-O-P-R-O-T-E-I-N-T-E-C-H.com and enter discount code biohacks to save.